Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Enjoy. It's Mark, and this is show number one of an entire year solo. Jess is officially on mat leave. Her last day was on Friday. And this is how used to I am having Jess in the studio when I just did trending this hour a couple of minutes ago. I turned both microphones on because I run the board, which means I turn the buttons on, that kind of thing. I turn both microphones on, put both microphones up, and then realize, oh no, I don't need to do that because... I'm all by myself. And I started a countdown on my phone last week. And she is back in one year, three days, 22 hours, 53 minutes, and zero seconds. It's a long time. But what I plan on doing throughout the year is having different people pop in and guest co-host with me. When will we start that? I think... Next week, or I'm hoping next week, but uh, we will see. So we'll have, yeah, different people kind of pop in, hang out for an hour or two on a Friday, and uh, have some fun that way. Selfishly, it's because I want someone to co-host with. It's way more fun doing a show with someone than doing it solo. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. A California startup has announced its prototype flying car has been cleared for takeoff by the Federal Aviation Administration. So it's going to be able to park like an average car, but fly around. I don't know how high it's going to be able to fly or kind of how that works, but this should be interesting. Uh, The company is accepting pre-orders for the Model A, which it expects to officially hit the market in 2025. So two years. What do you think the price tag of one of these vehicles is? Yes, six figures, $300,000. I don't think we need flying vehicles here in Regina. A lot of drivers can barely figure out how to drive on land. We don't need them up in the air flying around. But the first person which is going to be way down the road. But the first person to get one here in Regina, oh, they're going to be loving it. We're all going to be waiting for the train on Ring Road, and this person's going to be flying above. Hey, you peasants, how is it down there waiting for the train? (laughs) This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. Big shout out to Big Murr's Tavern in Dundurn, Saskatchewan, and the town of Dundurn for breaking a world record this past weekend. It was on Saturday. They had a bunch of people dressed up in inflatable T-Rex costumes um, and and set a world record. So, yeah, the world record is most people in these inflatable T-Rex costumes in one place at one time. The previous record was 380 people, and it happened in Portland, Oregon. Oregon in 2022, well, Big Murs and Dundurn blew that out of the water. And if you've seen pictures and videos, it looks like it was a lot of fun. Uh, Andrew Hiltz, the Saskatchewan Wanderer, posted a video. And the street, it looks like Main Street in Dundurn is just like packed full of people. Um, so... The previous record, like I said, was 380 people. They had 1,187 people. So many people, right? And the best thing is, according to the 2021 census, the population of Dundurn was only 670 people. So they had more people there dressed up in T-Rex costumes than residents. 
So again, shout out to Big Mer, shout out to Dundurn, and shout out to every person that went there because obviously people drove quite a ways to get there. That's dedication. And now we have a world record here in Saskatchewan. We probably have other ones. I don't know. But this one, this one we can really hang our hat on. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. A video went viral on TikTok and it shows a guy in the aisle of a packed airplane cabin and a bunch of passengers on the plane have their phones out and they're getting ready to record or they're probably already recording because this guy's gal went into the bathroom and then when she got out, he was down on one knee and asked her to marry him. And uh, I don't know, uh, the people on this video are divided. It's like, is this really the best time to do it after she's getting out of the bathroom I probably wouldn't do that especially because you know right when she went in there everyone outside was getting ready right he's got the ring box out ready to go they're all getting their cameras out they hit record and then like five six seven minutes go by and they're like hmm wonder what's going on in there and then she pops the door open, maybe right as she's stepping out, she sprays something and then comes around the door and sees everyone staring at her, him on the ground on one knee, saying, will you marry me, sweetie? After she just took a number two in the, in the airplane bathroom. Doesn't scream romance, but it's, who am I to say? It's not my relationship. It's not me doing it. The Mark and Jess Replay. Today is July 4th, which means in about an hour and 10 minutes, the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest is going to kick off, and Joey Chestnut is going to try to win his 16th title. He's won 15 times, which is just absurd, and he's the favorite by a mile. Um, and here's some Joey Chestnut uh, stats. So since 2005, his first hot dog eating competition, he's consumed 1,152 hot dogs and buns in the event. <sighs> that's a lot. That's, that's 648 feet of hot dogs, which if you take two of the hill towers in downtown Regina and stack them on top of each other it's not even that high it's got it's higher than that because those I think are about 220 points yeah so higher than that what this guy is a machine and I want to see how old Joey Chestnut is He's not going to live much longer consuming that kind of stuff. 39 years old. Now, do you think after the hot dog eating contest, does he go and get sick? He has to. He can't have all that in his stomach, can he? Although I think when he was here doing the hot dog eating contest, or sorry, the donut eating contest, I think someone said he didn't do that after. He just grabbed a beer and started drinking. Again, the guy is an absolute machine. So that's coming up in like an hour and 10 minutes now. I'm going to be keeping my eyes peeled for that to see Joey Chestnut, the GOAT. That term gets thrown around a lot, but the GOAT when it comes to eating hot dogs, I'm going to keep my eyes peeled to see if he wins his 16th title. Just crazy. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. It's been now 
what a week, maybe two weeks since the launch of the shared e-scooter program here in Regina. And I haven't seen a ton of people riding the scooters, but I have seen a few. But I have seen a ton of people complaining about the scooters on social media. Classic, right? Go to Twitter, complain. Um, and people are complaining because the scooters are getting kind of left everywhere. But that's the purpose of them. Now, there are places they shouldn't be left, right? Like, I think I, I saw a picture of one hanging from a tree. I don't know in what park. I think someone said maybe there was one in Wascana. I don't know. Anyway, there are places that they shouldn't be left, but the purpose of these scooters are to leave them places everywhere. So, if I walk outside of the office right now, the studio here, and I see one, okay, I'm going to jump on it, wherever it is, and then I'm going to ride it to wherever I'm going, and then leave it there. I don't know why people are so upset about that. Again, it's the purpose. If you've ever been to a city that had these, that's exactly what they do. When I was in Calgary, that's exactly what they did there, and that's exactly what they do in every other city. Yet people are still going to take to Twitter and complain. And it's 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 not the city's responsibility either. It's the company. Two companies, Neuron and I don't know the other one, but it's the, the, the scooters are their responsibility, not the city's. The city is just allowing them to come here and operate and be in the city. Um, and I, I think I saw someone saying something about getting racks for them. It's like, well, that's a huge cost. Can't do that. People love to complain. The Mark and Jess Replay. Over the weekend, Casey and I took our son to the museum, and uh, it was cool. We walked through the museum, saw a lot of cool stuff, and then, of course, had to go see Mega Munch. And when we walked in there to see Mega Munch, I was like, man, I, I remember going to see Mega Munch when I was a kid and thinking, man, this thing is huge, like the size of a skyscraper. And when you click the button and it started to roar, you got spooked. Whoa, that thing is big and scary, right? But as an adult, I'm like, really? That's, hmm. I, I've, I'm six feet tall and I feel like I'm just as tall and big as Mega Munch. That's just, uh, just being a kid though, right? You go there, you're much smaller. No, this thing is crazy. Did push the button though. It roared. It was all decked out in Canada Day gear as well. And then we saw the, the, the thing that is really big there is, is it Scotty? Is that the T-Rex that's there? That thing is big. The Replay with Mark and Jess. Rolling Stone released a list of the 50 greatest Canadian artists of all time in honor of Canada Day. I'm not going to go over all 50, but I will go over the top 10. At number 10, they have Celine Dion, which she deserves to be in the top 10 for sure. Number nine, Alanis Morissette, likewise. The Weeknd at number eight, Shania at number seven, The Band at number six, which I, I honestly don't know The Band. Maybe I should. Maybe it's bad that I don't, but I don't know The Band. Number five, you got Drake. Number four, Leonard Cohen. And then the top three, Rush. Neil Young and Joni Mitchell at number one. I think that it's insane they don't have the hip in the top 10. The tragically hip has to be in the top 10, no? They're at number 18, right behind Justin Bieber at 17. Biebs, I don't know. I think he should be higher than that as well. Oh, Sarah McLaughlin at 24. 
Man, we got a lot of great Canadian artists. But Joni Mitchell at number one? Uh, I don't know about that. And the band? Again, who? Who's the band? The Mark and Jess Replay. Yesterday, I was doing some yard work. My dad and I were out there doing a few different things. And uh, one of the things we were doing was getting sand out from the box of his truck. And uh, I sustained an injury. And a fairly serious one, too. It's sore today. So I was up in the box of his truck, scooping the sand out, throwing it into a wheelbarrow, and I was done. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to jump down now, right? I was wearing sandals. I should have probably been wearing shoes, although I don't know if shoes would have helped or not. So I go to jump down, and there was a big push broom leaning up against the side of his truck. And when I jumped down, I landed on the broom and rolled my ankle and I'm pretty sure it's sprained. It's so swollen. It's so sore. Thankfully, this isn't my bad ankle. I already have one bad ankle. Now I have two bad ankles. So, I'm kind of limping around now. Had to ice it yesterday. And do we all do the same thing where we just grab random stuff from our freezers and, and throw it on whatever we have to ice? Like yesterday, I pop open the freezer. Oh, there, first thing I see, whole kernel corn. Threw that on my ankle, iced it. Did it help? Mm, not really. But later on this afternoon, I'm going to go home, pop the freezer open, grab the whole kernel corn, throw it back on my ankle. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. Tell me something good. With Mark and Jess. This is a story about Bubba. He lives down in Texas, and on April 18th, he was hospitalized with a bacterial infection and put into a coma. He woke up three weeks later, and he was desperate to see his four-year-old dog, Bullet. Bullet is his best friend, and uh, Bubba says that the dog pulled him out of a deep depression after he was uh, forced to retire from his job for medical reasons. So he woke up again, wanted to see him, but he got a call and he was told that Bubba went missing. So obviously devastating. Or uh, sorry, not Bubba, that's his name. His dog went missing. And uh, and he was devastated, right? So he took to Facebook, posted saying, Hey, I'm looking for my dog. If anyone has seen Bullet, please let me know. And someone did. This gal who runs a dog rescue had Bullet and was able to reunite Bubba and Bullet. And now Bubba says that they are back to watching uh, some of their favorite TV shows together. Very sweet. Tell me something good. Wow, you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.